This is your Olympic hero and former WWE champion, Kurt Angle. And I just wanted to give a shout out to my guys, Clint and Noah. When it comes to covering sports, there is no one better. And believe me, that's true. It's damn true. Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun. I am the best in the world at what I do. Gentlemen. You are the top 1%. The elite. Best of the best. But the cream will rise to the top all year. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. You are now listening to the Elite Sports Podcast. Brought to you by Mo Sports in Liberty. The pinnacle of hard-hitting sports talk. Featuring weekly expert analysis and top-notch interviews. And now, please welcome your hosts, Clint Schweitzer and Noah Groniger. Welcome to the Elite Sports Podcast, where we will have no guests this week. Yes, it's been canceled due to the coronavirus, um, as is everything else in the world. But we are here. Noah, we've managed to procure our studio space to come in and to record this podcast. And we are managing to do it in an empty empty studio no one else is in here just us so as long as none of us have it we are good the coronavirus can't affect us here can it <coughs> uh i think i think we're good i don't think that's that's not the cor- coronavirus right like well we're good the thing right? of it is you don't know if you have it or not which means to me if you don't know that you have it then it's it's like eating some wonderful bit of food and then finding out that it's frog's legs or something and then now you think it's disgusting because it's frog's legs if you don't know that you have it because it's not that bad is it really that bad maybe i'm grossly underestimating this noah but i feel like this whole thing is a knee-jerk reaction society and it has really threatened our way of life as uh, members of the of both the sports and uh, entertainment media world i mean i've got concerts lined up to go cover trying to go to kiss this weekend i don't know if i if it's going to happen it's in Tulsa. I'm going to drive down there. Maybe Kiss plays to an empty arena like March Madness is going to. What has this country has lost its mind? I cannot believe what is going on. No fans at games. Like, what What in the world are we doing here? Just give them masks. Give them hand sanitizer, Clorox wipes. Although I don't know if you're going to be able to find them anywhere. But surely big corporations, billionaires can find them somewhere and provide them in these giant stadiums, these arenas that have to have fans in it. They have to provide the right atmosphere, and they're not just, no, we've got this coronavirus, and everything is shut down. Like, do we live in a third-world country? What is going on right now? All the Clorox wipes, the disinfecting wipes, the soap, toilet paper is going off the shelves, which I don't understand how that correlates, but it's all gone at all the stores, and everything seems to be shut down. The only positive that can come out of this is baseball being shut down. Shut down the season. Uh, no fans at games. That's not really going to affect them that much. Maybe they'll lose uh, 10% of what is actually coming to games right now. But, I mean, this is insane, isn't it? Yeah, well, it affects us so much because uh, as, as, as people, you and I, travel the country covering sporting events, uh, covering big ev- big festivals. We've seen Bonnaroo canceled. We've seen, um, what's the other one? Co- Coachella postponed. You know, I go to Rocklahoma every year. I'm just waiting to hear word on that. I've got bands like Whitesnake 
uh, have canceled their tour. Sammy Hagar's canceled the European tour. I've been monitoring this quite, uh, you know, feverishly. Uh, Kiss, their end of the road tour is still going on right now, but it's just like every single thing that you see, colleges canceling classes, Vanderbilt's, I think, calling it a school year. I, I don't know that I've ever seen anything like this. Is this the biggest sports story ever? And it's something that I want no part of, and I can't believe it. It's like, I, I cannot believe it. It's like we're living in a twilight zone. Like, is this... Really going to happen? Like, there's going to be buzzer beaters and huge upsets in March Madness with nobody in the arena. Yeah, just a buzzer beater at the end of the game, and just the all you're going to hear is just the ball bouncing against the floor, and not just kun 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 kun. But that was the end of a game. The buzzer beater, a 16 seed, beat a one seed, and that's all we're hearing is the basketball just bouncing, just lonely there on the ground and i i this has to be the biggest story i mean no fans at game this is in i i don't even know that i'm awake that this is real life right now that in america like yeah third world country or somewhere else but right here like this cannot be taking place in just the mass hysteria that's going on and how this could be going 12 16 18 months a whole football season we're talking about coming in the fall with no fans in stadiums especially here in kansas city that has a the best home field advantage, best atmosphere, college type atmosphere, the whole college football season, 100,000 seat stadiums, completely empty, just hearing crickets out there. This is insane if it keeps going this way, but they're saying 12 to 18 months to come up with a vaccine. So we're looking at a long time, year and a half could be with this thing continuing. And, you know, I don't plan, I don't claim to be some kind of medical expert. I don't know what the chances of this completely taking hold and debilitating a, a country are. I, I don't know. We've seen what's happened in other countries and some of the travel bans that are in place. Uh, a lot of cruises being canceled. We've seen cruises. But I, there are, so, to me, so many other just problems that are so much astronomically beyond this that it's unbelievable. Like, maybe we don't have the foresight to understand what a virus like this could truly do because we're just not medical people. We are sports people. We are entertainment people. I want events to happen. I want 50,000 people at, uh, you know, outdoor concerts this summer. I want to be able to do that. I don't want this all to be canceled because what are we, I mean, that's what our lives are predicated on traveling and covering these things. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. You don't want people to be exposed to this. You don't want some sort of national crisis on our hands. I don't feel like we have a national crisis yet. Maybe we're underestimating it again, but my goodness, it's just the fact that we even have to do a podcast on this and talk about it, but we do because it affects us so vehemently. We're applying for credentials for the NCAA tournament coming up. Media apparently are going to be allowed in. Are they going to allow us to come in and we're just going to sit there and cover this event in an empty arena and just, I'm, I'm, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I can't believe we live in a world like this. Um, I don't know where, really where we go from here, but I, sports as we know it could have just changed forever. Uh, that that much I do know. Yeah, I mean, you're looking, even if we do get the vaccine 12, 16, 18 months, I mean, is, it, is that just going to take care of everything and everything's fine, hunky-dory now, and everyone go back to the stadiums and, and the arenas and do everything like you normally did? It's just going to go back to normal? Or are we looking at a really long time here, years and years or even longer, that this thing could be going on? And just have we seen the last crowd public crowd at a stadium and any sort of event in an arena like 
it's scary to think about what this thing could turn into and uh, more lives lost is of course the most important thing. We don't want that. We want to uh, contain this thing until there is an answer, but what if there isn't a great answer and this thing spreads and it gets bigger and we're talking about years and years and so many lives lost. It's, it's just unbelievable to think about. I keep talking about, am I awake? Like it just seems like some horrible nightmare that, uh, and I, you hear about when it first started, like, okay, this is in China. Like, uh, the world's going to come together and help them figure something out and it'll be gone. But now that it's everywhere, Italy, there's 200 deaths in 24 hours. At first there weren't any fans and now they're completely canceling soccer games over there in Italy. And just what is going, I never thought it would come here and affect things. This, especially this rapidly, like I just heard about coronavirus and now all of a sudden it's here and affecting us with just, it's spreading. And now just the NCAA tournament just completely turned on its head and Gonzaga was going to be in the Spokane region early on, and now they don't have that advantage and that fan base, and uh, they've worked this whole season to earn that right, and now it just doesn't really mean anything. I mean, they're closer to home, yeah, but they don't have that rabid fan base pulling for them in the arena because no one is there. Do you think, I mean, obviously the reason these games continue on is because of the television contract that um, the NCAA, you know, that's in place with CBS to, for March Madness. It's uh, w- worth over a billion dollars. Um, NCAA President Mark Emmert, um, Mark, Mark Emmert, excuse me, said, well, I understand how disappointing this is for all of our sports. My decision is based on the current understanding of how, of how COVID-19 is progressing in the United States. This decision is in the best interest of public health, including that of coaches, administrators, fans, and most importantly, our student-athletes. Well, if that's the case, then the game shouldn't be played at all. Do you, are you, do you think that the game should be canceled altogether? If we can't have fans in the arenas that we just cancel the games altogether. Now, obviously there's a television contract at stake. That was probably never going to happen. But as far as just, if that's not a factor, if money's not a factor, do you just pull the plug on this? If you're going to go this far? Yeah. I mean, if public safety and health is your number one priority, then these games cannot happen. Why even put these coaches and players together in an arena somewhere and media and uh, people running, operating the cameras and the sidelines and every in the, uh, the radio and everything. Like why even put all these people in a room together in an arena together? It's because of those TV contracts. So they can talk about public safety and health all they want, but if they were really about that, these games wouldn't be happening. And it goes back to the NFL uh, it kind of correlates to that because the NFL talks about, oh, it's all about player safety, but then they're trying to add two more games to the regular season because it's not about player safety. It's not about public safety and health. It's about dollar signs. It's about the high ups, the people already making millions and billions, continuing to make their millions and billions because they just cannot have enough. As Gordon Gecko once said, greed is good. It's funny because... We've worked for eight years now. We've been working together about building our brand, building GASN Sports, which is the umbrella to which uh, our elite spod, uh, sports podcast you know, falls under. Um, we have been working on that for years. We've gotten credentialed by events like uh, b- b- uh, boxing. We At the Pacquiao-Thurman fight, we've been to NASCAR. We've been covering the SEC, been to Mizzou games. Does this change for us, like our entire future and the landscape of what we're trying to do? When you're talking about this being, I mean, sports are fan driven. And I know that now that more than ever, they're television driven more than even live attendance. Is this going to, this seems like it could change a lot. 
for people like us that work in this industry and that are just trying to get a leg up and cover these teams and be a part of this. So much of this is about the fans and we have no fans to cover the teams for in a live setting. That and could they be limiting the number of media that they're allowing in, which is going to make it harder for us that have fought tooth and nail to get in when everything was fine and and they're just increasing the number of media that could, that they're allowing to cover things. Are they now going to decrease the number of media and that just making it harder for us? And and there's special events like uh, concerts and SEC media days and uh, boxing events. And uh, are they going to start closing those off to media or li- drastically limiting the number there? So uh, this really could... Uh, hurt our chances for us in doing things in the media and uh, getting growing our kind of landscape of what we cover and how many events we cover and can get to and uh, just traveling to different parts of the country for events uh, that everything's kind of up in the air now I don't know what's going to take place and that's a scary thing because um, when everything was normal we were still having to fight tooth and nail and now it's just they've compiled another thing on top of it that's just going to make things harder for us but uh, we'll never quit Oh, yeah. So, uh, by the way, who wins the national championship? Uh, I think they've already announced that coronavirus has won. They uh, have really put their stamp on this uh, March Madness NCAA tournament, and they are the champions. Well, they were the one seed. Yeah, they are the overwhelming number one seed, and they've already had a drastic impact on the tournament by uh, allowing no team's fans to enter and uh, so coronavirus is the champion. Uh, other than coronavirus, uh, sadly, I'd probably say Kansas looks like the strongest team right now uh, with uh, Yudoka Azabuki uh, down there on the low block. Uh, he just seems to be one player that, not by a ton, but does stand out from the rest. So, to me, this I think that you talked about Gonzaga, you know, being potentially sent to, to the West to Spokane. The that's where the college is. That's where their fan base mostly resides and to not have that advantage. And what about just underdogs that are, you know, Pete Thamel wrote a great article for Yahoo about, you know, just what about underdogs making a run in the middle of a game and the way that the fans that are just there casually watching get behind an underdog and almost carry them to victory sometimes. That's gone. I mean, it's like this is what basically baseball has been going through for its most of it's the last 20 to 30 years playing in front of empty crowds, people just that are there milling around. Um, you know, you could hear a pin drop in the stadium. You know, I, I think this is basically what baseball's had to deal with for the last 30 years or so. So I guess yeah, we'll see how the other half lives. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that. It gives me a good idea though, for this, like surely, I mean, we can allow one more person into the arena uh, for these NCAA March Madness games and allow an organ to be played. Uh, I think that's what we're going to be missing. We're not going to have the fans. We're just going to have uh, people calling the game and the basketball bouncing, the shoes squeaking. It's going to be more noticeable. So maybe an organ. It's worked well for baseball. Dun, 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 dun. I think that's what we need. I think that's going to really liven up March Madness. Well, I still do. You, is your excitement for March Madness still there? You're a Gonzaga fan. The Zags are a one seed. They're going to be a one seed. They're the West Coast Conference regular season and tournament champions. Does this diminish your excitement 
for the tournament, it does me. I, I'm telling you right now, it does for me. Oh, it absolutely does. I mean, especially how Zags fans travel. Not that they would in the first couple rounds because they're in Spokane, but uh, no matter where they go, and they're going to be somewhere near the West region for a while, uh, but they travel well. And they are a rabid fan base. And I always love seeing them at the tournament help the guys and lift the guys' spirits as they're going through tough stretches and during the game. And we don't have any of that. And so I think it could be an early exit for Gonzaga. They get down. There's no one. It's just going to be so weird. And you're not going to be able to pull anything from the crowd. No energy in the building, obviously. And so it's going to be so weird to see how these players and teams react to it. And we just have no idea because nothing like this has ever happened before. Yeah. And hopefully this gets under control and we're not talking about some nine, 12, 18 month situation. Hopefully that beyond this spring, that there's not people affected that these, that travel's not affected because tra- the lack of travel kills an economy. We don't want to see that. Um, we want to see people be able, able to fulfill their summer plans and to go on trips. I've got trips planned, man. I've got a trip to Iceland planned. I've always wanted to go there ever since I saw Mighty Ducks 2. And I thought I was going to be able to live that dream. You know, my parents booked this trip. I'm going to Iceland. And now it's like, well, coronavirus. Now there's no known cases in Iceland right now. But Wolf Dennis Stanson, um, you know, could could impose a ban at any, any time for uh, travel being restricted to the country of Iceland. Um I got cruise. We, I go on a Christmas cruise with my family every year. You know this. Yeah. Uh, canceled, I guess. Just everybody has to stay here in the cold and open Christmas presents under a tree. That's not how my family does it, man. <laughs> well, you better get on board with that because nobody's going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs>